Geeks. Geeks. Hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this very room. I'm joined today by Michelle Macedo. I know her a little bit. She's my fiance's identical twin sister. Hello, Michelle. Hey, guys. What's up? So, Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? So, uh, I'm Michelle, and I'm in a band with my twin sister called Macedo. Um, and we are in the process of recording an album right now that should be out uh, pretty shortly. So that's Sorry, what I do. Could you say your band, Makaido? Right. I know that uh, you get confused with how to pronounce it. It's Macedo. Is that spelled M A C E D O? That's how it's spelled M A C E D O. So everyone who wants to look that up, we have a few albums out right now. So you can look that up on Spotify or wherever else you get your music. Seriously, their music is awesome. Oh, it's thanks. like. Fiona Apple, but I could admit to listening to it. <laughs> um, so, Michelle, yeah, what's going on with you? What's the latest? What 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 are your recent projects? Uh, so basically, uh, we're about to head into the studio for mixing, um, and also we are about to shoot some music videos as well as do some photo shoots. Just start getting the music out there. We've been in the studio for about a year. So we're ready to put it out there into the world. Was it just like one huge song or are you doing like... Yeah, it's just one long song. (laughs) That's what it is. It's just a uh, three hour song. That actually sounds kind of cool. Just kidding, guys. It's 12 songs and they're not three hours. Good. I mean, I would like to have heard the three hour song, but you know. Maybe next time. No band is perfect. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to launch into a little section that we call Nate's Blowdown. This is when I read the news. And it's starting now. Um, Halloween. Do you know the Halloween franchise, the horror franchise? It's coming back with one important addition. According to a new announcement from Blumhouse, the Halloween franchise will soon make its way back to cinemas with the notable behind-the-scenes edition of series creator John Carpenter. The report indicates that the legendary horror director has signed on as an executive producer and creative consultant for the project, whatever creative consultant means, and who will additionally provide the musical score for the upcoming installment of the franchise. So is it a TV show or is it a a film, but they're just starting the whole film franchise? They're just like relaunching the Halloween film franchise. Okay, that should be interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a sort of like horror podcast going on right now with... uh, Al White and some of the other Tessellate crew where they're watching these um, old franchises, horror franchises. You can check that out at uh, wearetessellate.com. Moving on in the news. Beauty and the Beast, their new cast is looking pretty cool. Oh, what's their cast like? Well, who would you cast as Belle? Emma Watson. That's who's playing. <laughs> I think I saw that somewhere. That's why. <laughs> I was like, that would have been like, a that, fantastic guest. Yeah, it's something subliminal message it's on Facebook, I think. Yeah. Saw yeah, it yeah, through yeah. my feed. Good guess. All That's right, what about The one. Beast? Who's playing The Beast? Oh, God, I have no idea. I'll, gi- I'll give you a hint. It's from a show that you love. The whole family watches it. Oh, Downton Abbey? Yeah, so who from Downton Abbey would you <gasps> think? What? Who would play The Beast? Oh, Across Emma Watson? This character may not have been as present in the later seasons. Oh my God! Is it? Uh, is it? Her hubby. Yeah. Yes. Dan is it Stevens. The blonde. You mean um, 
He's that frail. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who is married to Mary, Lady Mary? Yes. Okay, the cousin, Crawley. Matthew, Matthew Crawley. Until death do they part. Yes, exactly. Oh, wow, he's the beast. Yeah, and Luke Evans is playing Gaston. Do you remember Gaston, that character? Yeah. Wait, uh, who's Luke Evans again? Luke Evans is the guy who played Dracula in the oh, new Dracula movie. Okay. He's been in a ton of stuff. You yeah. re- you'd recognize his face. Yeah. Ewan McGregor as The Lamp, otherwise known as Lumiere. 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 I love Lumiere. Cogsworth is played by, who do you think? Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen? They're like synonymous. The Wait for the clock? Cogsworth the clock. Patrick Stewart? No, Ian McKellen. Really? He's playing Cogsworth. Okay. And Kevin Klein will be playing Maurice. Oh, interesting. Who will be playing Mrs. Potts? Do you know? Is that not? That was a thing, but I didn't write that one down. Here, so I'm I not can, sure. I can maybe look it up. The teapot's a big, uh, big role, right? Yeah, Mrs. Potts and Chip. They're they're big roles. They are big roles. Okay. Oh, I'm. Oh, it's Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson playing Mrs. Potts. Oh, you know what? I had that. I just skipped her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is part of like a big trend that's going on with movies right now, especially Disney movies. A lot of these, um, live action or a lot of these like childhood favorite animations are being turned into these big live action franchise films. Yeah. We saw that with, uh, Lily James and Cinderella. Exactly. And people are really, th- I feel that there is a huge resurgence of, I don't know if it's childhood nostalgia with, you know, our generation, but there's a huge resurgence of like old Disney stuff, old totally. stories, Marvel comics. Definitely. It's there are 23 live action fairy tale ab- adaptations in the making right now. Wow. I mean, we have Once Upon a Time, the TV show, which yeah. is. Even kind that's of not even counting that. TV. Yeah, that's not even counting TV. Once Upon a Time, that was like everything, right? Like Yeah, that was a mix of everything. They were the show that broke the mold. Yeah. And then we had Grimm. I think that had something because Brothers Grimm. Yeah, that's right. Brothers yeah. Grimm. That's right. Um, of course, the Jungle Book, too. All right. All shot in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, that's right. You can feel the you L.A. vibes. Feel, yeah. It's like, I haven't <laughs> seen that yet. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it. I, I want to see, see it. Yeah. I, I thought see Lily it. Thompson was in that. But then I was like, someone told me. Like no, there's no woman in that movie. It's just there are away. women. Uh, um, Lupita Nyong'o is in it. Oh really? And also Scarlett Johansson is in it. Huh. But I think that but there's not voices, a lot right? of women. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, as voices. The, yeah, the only live person you see is the boy. Right. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. So uh, next up in the news is a new movie coming out called Terminal, and the big news is that Simon Pegg and Mike Myers are joining the cast. Margaret oh. Robbie was the... Uh, Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. Not oh, yeah. Name. Oh, I love her. God. Do you love her? I could look at her forever. Okay, so I saw her picture while I was researching for the news, and I was like, I don't... Why is your face like, I can't... Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I know, but it's like, there's something about her face that's like featureless or something. Like, I can't yeah, like remember. Because it's kind of it's like, like generically beautiful. Yeah. But it's kind of like perfectly symmetrical. And I kind of see her, and it's just sort of like she's just that person. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I know that's not I see really what fair. you mean. No, no, I see what you mean. I think she's, like, so gorgeous. It's insane. She She's in the new Suicide Squad yeah. movies. Right, 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 right. Um, She's super good, too. I remember her she being, is like, good. really, really fucking she good. She is good. She was also in that part in uh, The Big Short. 
where she's just in a bathtub, which I thought was just whatever. I didn't think that. That was a weird part of that movie. I kind of didn't even understand. She has a really thick Australian accent, so I didn't really understand what she was saying anyway. Totally. Like, it was supposed to be like, we're going to give like, you information, but in this like really fun way. But like actually, I couldn't understand anything she was saying. And it was just distracting, because all I thought was... Of course, the first female character with a lot to say is naked in a, bath, in a bathtub yeah. drinking. It's like, really, dude? Totally. Like, there's so many dudes in this movie. Even still, I like that movie. It was actually yeah, it's fun. a good movie. I just thought those parts were kind of confusing. Definitely. Um, I forget. Are you an uh, Are you a Game of Thrones fan? No, you're not a Game of Thrones. Uh, well, I still have yet to uh, start on that one. Damn it. Because my next bit of news is about Game of Thrones. I know what happened this do last you? week. I do. All right, well, let me, I have uh, a little bit of news that I've curated the internet to um, deliver to you. You've heard it first here. It's from online sources that anyone can find, but you're hearing it for the first time right here, right now. Mm. Um, So for those of you who didn't see the last Game of Thrones episode, you better fast forward through this section because I'm definitely going to be spoiling it and spoiling it again. Basically, the main reveal, outside of being one of the most iconic Game of Thrones episodes of all time, um, is that we really get some insight into the Hodor character. And you've probably noticed on your Facebook feed that everyone's writing Hodor or shut the front door, look at Hodor or <laughs> hold the door or whatever, hold the phone, Hodor, whatever. Um, and that's because in the final sequence, we learn why Hodor is called Hodor because Bran travels. Um, I don't know if you'd say back in time, but he sort of gets a glimpse into the past and somehow he connects with Hodor while he's running from a group of um, ice monsters. There's a technical name for them, but I can't remember. <laughs> White Walkers. And um, he has to hold the door. So that's in this sort of really amazing sequence that's super suspenseful. We learn that. The repeated shouting of hold the door sort of somehow gets into the subconscious of young Hodor. He has a seizure, seizure, and all he can say from that point on is Hodor. Anyway, what's amazing is, is that three mega fans actually predicted this wow. without any kind of leakage. And wow. now, to be fair, fans are always like predicting random shit and 99.9% of it is wrong. So like the one... fan who is right like it's like insane bragging points yeah and in these three quotes these are the three people who actually predicted this okay geniuses except not quote number one the poor guy is just asking someone to hold the door for him since he's always carrying someone else around after a while hold the door became hold the door hold the door holder hold door damn it hold the door (laughs) He's finally snapped, and now all he can say is Hodor. That was the first fan who commented on a George R.R. Martin blog. Wow. Then, novelist Michael Ventrella told a story on his personal blog in April 2014 about about meeting George R.R. Martin at a convention in the fall of 2013 and sharing a not very funny joke about being an elevator operator as a fallback career. According to Ventrella, the conversation continued with this exchange. Ventrella. I was thinking about your comment about wanting to be an elevator operator. It's clear to me now that Hodor is short for hold the door. Martin laughing. That's George R.R. Martin laughing. You don't know how close to the truth you are. Oh, wow. Michelle, if that didn't give you shivers, I don't know what will. God, he really took that. I mean, I never would have thought that from an elevator operator comment. Crazy, right? Wow. 
This last one commented on another pretty famous Game of Thrones blog, and this one was actually the closest mm. prediction. Hodor is actually Aragon, uh, Aegon Targaryen's... Oh, sorry, it's written really strangely. Hodor is actually Aragon Targaryen. Basically, when Gregor is coming for Elia and the babies, she, Elia, yells for the guards, hold the door. As Gregor gets even closer, she gets so frantic, becomes hold door, then hold door, before finally the last thing Aegon slash Hodor hears before his head was dashed against the wall, causing serious brain damage and trauma, was Hodor. Mm. So this person actually went as far as uh, accounting for some kind of suspenseful action. According according to him, though, he's Aragon. He Hodor is actually Aegon Targaryen, which of course everyone knows is complete BS. And that, my friends, was Nathan's blowdown. That's all the news that's fit to print. And we are moving swiftly on. Um, so, Michelle, yeah, what do you think was the biggest movie of last week? The biggest movie of last week. Oh, man. I feel like something really big just came out. Um, what What is it? Why don't you just tell me? No, no, no. I'm not going to tell you yet. <laughs> First. Was we- it the the Key and Peele movie? No. The- that movie was. I can tell you exactly what that was. That movie was not even in the top ten. Oh. <laughs> so I don't. I, <laughs> I thought it had a kitten in it, so a lot of people were going to see it. I don't know. Yeah. No, I. I feel you. No, and no, that 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 didn't that didn't make the the grade. I've been hoping that uh, the new My Big Fat Greek Wedding movie was gonna make a huge well. What about uh, societal well, resurgence? Right, and get into the top. Did three. it not? No, it hasn't been in the top. What three about Captain America: Civil War? That's a good guess. That was number two. Okay. Yeah. All right. What else? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what else has come out recently because I want to see a bunch of stuff. Um, Zootopia is out, right? Zootopia is out. Is that it was number on, eight? Oh, number eight. And then I want to see. You haven't seen Zootopia. No, I right? haven't seen What's that. What's the yet. last movie that you saw in the theater? Captain America. Okay, so what did you think of Captain America: Civil War? I thought it was good. It had some good like action scenes. You know, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it was like a lot of action scenes that were pretty impressive. Um, as far as like character development. Uh, I mean, clearly they're setting it up for another movie. Yeah, obviously. Totally. Um, but yeah, it was interesting that you know they were all fighting against each other. I thought Robert Downey Jr. was good in this one, and uh, it's nice to see some internal conflict between them and them using their powers and stuff. Totally. For that, for good. Um, thought it was really interesting what they did with the winter soldier and like his whole background and i mean i don't want to give anything away but uh true yeah all good points yes what did you think did you see it yeah actually melissa and i saw it i know melissa wasn't a big fan well melissa gets so bored by these superhero movies yeah you just you know and we were kind of drinking yeah (laughs) kind of or we were drinking drinking we always whenever we go see movies we always get well it's fun to do that um, but yeah, uh, definitely it, we both got kind of too drunk to focus. <laughs> I'll just it's definitely, it, it was, it was two and a half hours. Yeah. So that was tough. I mean, I, I felt like it was a little long. Yeah, totally. Um, but you know, I thought Chris Evans, that's his, yeah, I thought yeah. he was good. 
Scarlett Johansson. I think actually, I think Scarlett Johansson had the best fight scenes choreography. Oh yeah, best fight choreography. Yeah, she was kicking ass. Yeah, she was kicking ass. And you when know, she kicked ass, it's like she doesn't have crazy powers. She just has no to like, exactly. Everyone else has crazy powers, but she does this kind of like martial arts, like yeah. very smooth, like just you know fist to fist fighting. Right, um, hand to hand combat. Hand to hand, that's what it is. Combat. Fist. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Wait, okay, let's talk about something else. Okay. What uh, what movie are you, well, what, what are you watching now? Like what, what are you, what, what's, what are your show? Do you have shows? Oh yeah. I have many, I have many shows. Okay. So what's Um, your favorite show on TV right now? Oh, wow. That's really hard. I love Silicon Valley. I love Silicon Valley too. Yeah, I know. Did you we, see the Did you see the most recent episode? Yeah, yeah. I watched it the night of. I mean, you know, that every episode, time. Yeah, totally. Sundays for me have become this. Like, yeah, HBO Sunday binge. it's like Veep and Silicon Valley. I really just need like an HBO day pass for Sundays, and then yeah. everything else is sort of just like. Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's good. I watched a movie on HBO too, so HBO Go is definitely worth it. Um, but. Did you see that SNL skit about like there only actually being one HBO account? And everyone, like, everyone <laughs> on the planet, like, no, shares. I didn't see that. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, everyone is like, it's about who you know because you just sign into their account, right? Uh, who actually has an HBO Go account? I know my brother hit me up for an HBO account. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And you know what account I use? Yeah, your parents. <laughs> my parents. I, I used I to use. I didn't give my brother my HBO account. I felt horrible. Really? My own brother, but yeah, I was like, <laughs> he was like, I want to watch that sweet Game of Thrones, and I was like, you know what? This oh, is why wow. it's the most pirated show on TV. Wow. Yeah, you know, um, I used to watch HBO Go uh, via an ex's account uh-huh. who all runs a podcast uh, big company like? that I don't want to, you know. After Jizz TV or what was it? <laughs> Something like that. And, uh, Jizzy Jizzy I TV? Used I, his, <laughs> I used his account and then, um, yeah, now it's my parents' account. Ah, I see. Um, oh yeah, but your yeah, Silicon Valley. I love that episode. Actually, oh, God, the last so episode funny. I thought was like a perfect episode. Yeah, the last episode was. It was so epic and it ended well, and it was like it had its ups and downs. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, that last episode was really. Some episodes are like not that funny, but yeah, know. some episodes it's just like God, everything's going wrong, and like it gets they dark. should just get yeah. give up. Well, because last episode was like without giving anything away was like. One of the few episodes where it actually had kind of a happy ending. Right? Yeah, it worked. It, that was the thing. It was the only episode where it like all kind of worked out in the end. But, you know, I think part of what makes this so, show so interesting are like the really funky, weird, dark episodes, too. So I hope that they keep it. They keep it funky. Yeah, I think they will. Um, I did you see the, the most recent episode of Veep? Yeah. And I was going to say, you know what? I, I just listened to a Mark Maron podcast with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I heard that one. Yeah. yeah and she was saying that or or I may have read this, but I think she said this, um, that the latest season they got they a few writers left. So uh-huh. she brought on Seinfeld writers. Uh huh. So I'm It's gotten funnier. Yeah, I, I think I can, it has gotten yeah. funnier. So I'm I was like looking to see if I noticed anything. You know, the only thing that gets me about that show is like afterwards they cut to like the improvised outtakes yeah, or yeah, and it's yeah. like they're just not that good. Yeah, that's why they didn't like, use them. No, I know, but like yeah. you'd think like they'd have like all these great takes and yeah. they'd have to like but no, like the other takes were shit. Yeah, it's like, the, sometimes yeah. yeah, only sometimes it's like They should cut that really section funny. of the show, right? Yeah, I don't know why they have that. All right, moving on. So we're going to go back to releases here. There are two movies coming up. This is where we get into predictions. Mm. So we're going to predict 
the next three movies of uh, the next the top next. Okay, wait. Wait, what was all, the first? Yeah, what was last the week the three the top three movies were three was Neighbors two. Sorority oh, Rising. Oh, duh. Okay, yeah. Neighbors 2. Yeah, 2 yeah. was, as you said, Captain America. And number okay. one was Angry Birds, the Angry Birds wow. movie, grossing $38 million over $38 Really? Million. Yeah. Wow. I really was hoping that no one would see that movie. I, I, no one plays Angry Birds anymore. It's like so late. I know that my friend Kimmy, who you also know, loves Angry Birds. Does she still play Angry Birds? I don't know if she still plays it. I have some Angry Birds merchandise but i've never played it you and like everyone who's been to they the sold it at target the they sold yeah, yeah they just it's everywhere i wonder what that's about wow so many people saw that i mean you think you know the culture you're yeah well you know there's the money that they made but also the cost of time that everyone who saw that movie must have is wasted. that an animated film uh yeah yeah, <laughs> I don't think like no, I mean like cartoon or is it like actually be amazing? Is it, it some live, live action? action? Like super dark. No, I mean no, no, like no. with real people and then they put no, the no, birds no. in there like, like the Jungle Book. All cartoon. Okay, because yeah. yeah, I mean that that'd be funny if it was live action like real <laughs> birds. Like, <laughs> kind of a lot of animals must have been uh, hurt in the making of the live action. Birds yeah, of, uh, yeah, because they're angry birds. How do you get an A? Well, yeah. the birds. Alfred Hitchcock. That's true. That Those are some life. Angry yeah. Birds. Those Wouldn't are the original if, Angry Birds. That would Birds. be amazing if yeah. instead of like the Angry Birds movie, and you go to the theater and it was just <laughs> it actually was like the Hitchcock the birds, movie. Yeah. That would have really made a cultural shift. Yeah, that really would have. What's the nice guys? Oh, that's then, that movie with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Yes. Yeah. I want to see that. I actually heard it was all right. Yeah, I want to see that. I, I haven't heard anything about it. I fucking hate the posters. And I hated the whole like aggressive marketing campaign. Yeah, it was pretty aggressive. And I'm just like, I don't fucking. It's kind of everywhere. Yeah. It made me really not want to see the movie, but people are saying it's actually fairly. I kind of want to see it. I like I've I've heard that Russell Crowe is like not a nice person to work with. Yeah, I've heard that too. So that's but he's also you know. not that strong of an actor. Like, no, I don't. Gladiator think so. was his. Uh, yeah, that his was peak. the peak. Remember when he? It was in Les Mis. well uh michelle how about a uh version of uh russell crowe in les mis let's hear it i just have to act like i'm off pitch and that i'm really reaching for a note that's what it is indeed so coming out this week is alice in wonderland 2 oh through the looking glass that Mm -hmm. one yeah yeah yeah. i kind of want to see that i don't know I didn't see the first one. I was the first. I saw the first one in 3D. Hate the first one? No, not everybody. I think that it was mixed because it was Tim Burton, you know. So that's gonna look a certain way, and I don't know. I like. I think people liked it, but I think they they weren't blown away, and it definitely wasn't like everybody loved it. Yeah, I saw it in 3D, so that was kind of cool. Um, but I'm just not into Tim Burton anymore. I feel like his movies are so like. Yeah, I could like, I could, I'll always give a Tim Burton movie a chance. Yeah. Especially if it's scored by Danny Elfman, because he's just one of the greatest composers. Who are your favorite uh, movie composers? Uh, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. (laughs) Um, And then. What's your favorite score of a movie? I love like Alexandre Duplat, uh, the French composer who's, who does everything. Like he does so much stuff. Like he's probably one of my favorite film composers. My favorite score of his lately would be um um not the theory of everything, but the one with Benedict Cumberbatch. 
uh, that same oh, year. Oh, when he's like a brilliant mathematician. Um, yeah, the one about uh, Enigma, the yeah, Enigma, the British. Um, oh, come on. God, what I is know that just called? what you mean. Yeah, the it was. Um, oh, come on. I wish. The Enigma, the end game. The what the fuck? It's uh, the imitation game. The imitation, the end game. <laughs> the end game. That's like the that's like that's the Ender, or, like Ender's yeah game. Ender's game. Yeah. Um, or I love last stage of a I chess thought, match. I thought I thought that score should have won. In fact, Alexander Duplass did win, but for a different score. Oh really? Of um, the movie with uh, the famous. Oh my God! Here we go. Why oh, am I Jesus. not remembering anything? Jesus. Good thing you've got your memory device there. Uh, yeah. AKA your iPhone. The one that won a lot that year. Um, it was very. Specific looking. That's not helping anyone. It was very not specific. It was very specific looking. It had like like an amazing. Oh man, the I think the hotel one. Wait, hold on. Hotel Budapest Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh yeah, the Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, yeah, the Wes Anderson. That's who it is. He won that year, but he was nominated for Imitation Game and Grand Budapest Hotel. The Grand Budapest Hotel was such a good movie. God damn it, that was a good movie. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Okay, so that so that's the nice guys. That came in at number 4 last weekend, followed by the closely trailed by The Jungle Book. Oh. Then Money Monster, The Darkness, Utopia, The Huntsman, Winter's Tale, and Mother's Day. And then coming out <laughs> I can't next- believe people the Mother's Day movie. I can't believe that made it. It made a million dollars last week. Wow, they got some real, really big people to be in that. Yeah, like all and it those did, movies. It was the week prior. It was the third most highest-grossing movie. So that was last week, and now it's like past Mother's Day. So. So it's amazing that it's hanging. That's in there. amazing. It must be a decent movie, probably. I, I want to see the Huntsman one. Uh, that's another fairy tale one. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, and also, of course, coming out next week is X Men Apocalypse. Oh which, right, that's to be coming honest, out. I know I'm on a geek podcast, whatever, but that movie looks like garbage. <laughs> um, so we've already talked a little bit about uh, last week. Now let's make some predictions for this coming week. Okay. What do you have in the number three spot? What's my prediction? Yeah, so it could be a combination of the the top movies from yeah. last week plus a mixture of the new movies from this week. I'm going to guess that Captain America stays up there. Okay, like his number? Probably number three. Number three. I think it will fall okay. one. Um, yeah. What do you think? I think number three will be um, Alice in Wonderland 2. Okay. Okay, number two. Which one do you think will be number two? Mm, X-Men. You're going to say X-Men is number two. I'm going to say Angry Birds is number two. Oh, I'm going to say X-Men is number two. And then number one, I'm going to say X-Men for number one. I'm going to say Angry Birds is going to stay number one. Oh, God, I hope not. How how by how much is it doing really well? Like it beat Captain America: Civil War by six million dollars. It grossed thirty eight million. Wow. So. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my prediction to Captain America. I mean, I mean X Men is gonna be number one. So you're going X Men, X Men, Angry Birds, Captain and America. then Captain America. I'm going X Men. Angry Birds, Captain America. We have this. You're going. No, no, no. no going you X-Men. went through the Looking Glass. The Alice yeah, yeah. Captain America, and then through the Looking Glass. Yeah. That's right. All right. Good. Cool. All right. So now we're reaching the end of our podcast. Do you have any indie shout-outs, or would you like to talk about any specific uh, project um, or? Yeah, just basically, you know, the album for anyone who's interested in listening to some cool new music. It's like 
Regina Spectorish and Feistish with some sweet harmonies from my sister and I. And uh, you can check that out at MasedoMusic.com. And where can people follow you on the social medias? Right. On Twitter and Facebook, it's Macedo Music. On Instagram, too, Vine, Snapchat, all Macedo Music. Oh, don't say Snapchat. Not to this lot. <laughs> What's wrong with Snapchat? I don't know. What is Snapchat? I still don't know what oh, Snapchat geez. is. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I figured it out recently. So come look at my account and see how I've been struggling to figure it out. M-A-C-E-D-O Music. Cool, cool. Uh, you can always check me out at ghzfilms.com. This has been a super fast, super brief podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for the next one. Geeks. Geeks.